Hi there, and welcome to the Walk of Life, Passion, Purpose, and People. This is Cheryl Thibault, and our special guests today are the beautiful Smiley Sisters, looking so pretty and smiling. Hi, Cheryl. Hi. Hi. So one is Rhonda and one is Shannon. So who's who? I'm Rhonda. I'm Shannon. Pleased to meet you. Thank you for being on my show. We're so excited. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to have you. So um, we want to talk about your chapter in the book, Career in the Beauty Industry, because both of you have careers in the beauty industry. So um, who wants to go first? Well, where should we start? I've been in the business about, gosh, 35 years now, started in a drugstore beauty department. How how did you get that job, Rhonda? Oh, you well, it's kind of funny because I actually uh, was chit-chatting at a friend at a wake. <laughs> and I said, you know what? I think it'd be really great in cosmetics. I had no experience or anything. And uh, two days later, she phoned me and said, come on in. You got the job. <laughs> so it was that simple. And I've never looked back. So cool. Um, what interested you in the industry? Well, when I was a little girl, I used to walk through the department stores and I would see the girls at the beauty counter. And I always said, I want to be one of those women. They were so glamorous to me and sophisticated. Yeah. Always looked gorgeous. And I wanted to be one of those women. That's it. That simple. Sophisticated, glamorous, and gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. It it was all the beautiful things you were surrounded with as a as a cosmetician or you know working in that kind of industry. It was just so much beauty involved and just that feel good. You know, it it was just gorgeous. It was like Christmas every day. You see walking through the department, the cosmetics department. It was like Christmas. Yeah, that's awesome, Shannon. How did you get interested in the industry? Um, I I was always really interested in the beauty industry, but I started out in the hairdressing and um, makeup artistry. I went to Blanche McDonald in Vancouver when it was just a very small school, and I loved it. I I just uh, um, have just always wanted to be part of that lifestyle I wanted to be those tall (laughs) skinny beautiful women (laughs) and then I realized holy cow there's a lot of beautiful women out there all shapes and sizes and I really liked that I could make make them feel as glamorous as those women on commercials and all that kind of stuff you know put a little makeup on and they just felt so beautiful (laughs) that's awesome so what is involved in um do you call it over the counter? Do you call it retail sales? Is it cosmetician? Tell me, tell me what your title is and what's involved with that position. Well, I started as a cosmetician and as a cosmetician and I was, we, I lived in a small town. So everyone went to the drugstore for their cosmetics and and their beef and high end skincare. And so what I loved about that is we have a little bit of everything. I wasn't just behind one counter. Um, I was selling one home, Vichy, Revlon, and um, just just everything. And so I loved the variety of that. And I love getting to know the women in my community. They come in and they want, they want to see Rhonda. And that, that made me feel so great. And you build these relationships. And I'll tell you, the smallest thing you can do for someone can sometimes make that person's day. Even just the right lipstick that makes them feel like a million bucks. 
And for that reason, I loved it. And um, as far as what was involved, was connecting with people, women. And that's what it's all about. Being relatable too. I mean, you know, mm, a yeah. lot of women will come in and, and they, they feel automatically daunted. You know, they just feel like, okay, where do I start? And, you know, somebody like myself, I would feel, you know, I'd go up and I'd say, oh, I know exactly what you want or I know, or what are you looking for? Let me show you some great stuff or I go, oh, isn't that exciting? Look at that. You know, this is we got this new stuff in. And I remember Rhonda doing that kind of stuff because she brought me into the retail part of things. Um, and then I really started enjoying it because it was just people trusting you and and feeling so good when they get something for themselves. I think that's a, that's a really happy place to be. It is. Every day, yeah. it was really happy. And they trust you. Yeah. Gaining their trust is great. Yeah. So they you loved a lot of love you. You loved going to work yeah. then. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. That's great. So uh, in a job like that, there's more than one product line. Were you ever overwhelmed with learning everything, ingredients, what does what, what stays on, what fades, what, you know, lasts, what doesn't, um, reaction, what's in the product? How do you know allergies? Like, were you trained? Tell me, tell me about that. Well, um, Back in the day, uh, back in the, the day, drugstore, drug store, uh, there was so much training. What's that? Back, back in the, the day, day yeah, you can know like there is. Hundred. There was so much training available, both through the drugstore and also each different line would offer training. So they would offer these training schools. You go and you learn all about their product. And then you walk away with a big bag full of free goods, which was yeah. pretty fun too. But the neat thing about that is you're learning little bits from, from everywhere about everything. So, gosh, I never found it daunting. I, I just ate it up. I loved it. I saved it. Up. And, and uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was not difficult at all. Mind you, I was younger and, you know. <laughs> Very eager, and they would do these courses um, usually twice a year with a lot of the the higher end lines. Would you say? Yeah. The so you got you got so excited to go and meet up with all the rest of the cosmeticians and and getting to know the girls each year. You, it was just a big reunion, and you'd just be, you know, you'd just be right in the thick of things and getting to know use the stuff through the year, and then all your questions were ready to go for the. Um, for the trainer at the time and yeah we learned a lot mm -hmm. hey yeah yeah it was great free lunch oh, you got a great lunch <laughs> free lunch bag of i've heard there's no free That's lunch <laughs> i guess there is in that industry eh? <laughs> so, That's right. no free lunch. what was your favorite part of the job do you each of you have a favorite or was tell tell me what was other than going to work every day and meeting everyone you love and hanging out and having free lunches, <laughs> what else was there that that you loved about it? Um, making a difference, like I, you know, I used to think, or, or you think that that cosmetics is such a such a superficial industry, maybe, and um, that's that's not really true. Like you can make a difference. You can. Oh, it's, it's 
kind of a long story and I won't get into it, but I talked her into going and getting her eyebrows waxed. Now, this is a service I didn't even offer her, but I, I said, she said, oh, they can't. There's a scar here. I said, you know, I think they can. And so she went in uh, to that place next door and then came back after having her brows done. And it was just, a, it was transforming. She was in tears. Wow. Um, so you you're, you make this. It's, um, it's pretty great. And she was a, a lifelong, dear, loyal customer after that. I that's guess that's, great. yeah. I, I think my favorite is, uh, my favorite thing about the job was literally being amongst all the beautiful things. Like, we'd get new jewelry in. Every day you'd be, you know, wandering around. And, and, and I was one of those people that just wanted to always look at everything. And I never stopped looking. Every single day there was always something new or, or something I was discovering about the cosmetics. And I was really, really into it. So I think every day was just, it, I was just immersed in amongst all this beautiful smelling and pretty colors and, and, you know, not to mention the wonderful people that came in and relied on you and, you know, mm -hmm. they didn't have the internet to look into all those things. So yeah. they actually trusted you. They, they needed us. They needed us. A lot less Karens, I think. Well, yeah, there's a lot of Karens. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you guys are funny. You know. So it was all about the people for you. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. What changes have you seen in the industry since um since you started to now? So many changes. Um like Shannon said, there was there was no YouTube videos. I people really relied on us for help. Um young women are so much more sophisticated now. There are huge cosmetics departments, Sephora. I mean, there's online shopping. So um, I guess, and, and the, the amount of products out there now, it's just mind-boggling. So I feel like it's not as personal as it used to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I do miss that a lot. Hmm. Yeah, it's definitely a hands-on industry. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. And Shannon, how do you feel about the changes you've seen? I, I, I think I have to agree with Rhonda. What what really um, disturbed me was um, trying to sell somebody something and they were, no, I saw Dr. Uh, who was the one who? Dr. Oz. Oz. And he said this and he said that. And, oh. and, and you couldn't, you, you just couldn't argue with you know they were hell-bent on buying one particular thing or looking for an ingredient and i saw and, this on the internet yeah and and, yeah. and I, I i guess what it is is that you're they're relying now more on the videos and hearsay and instead of now not trusting that we're not just trying to sell for a commission or you know that kind of thing i i don't know if you have that personal touch or that trust in in you know in people any or they don't have that same trust in you anymore they'll trust someone on TikTok or or youtube um and they don't even know them right and then they'll come to you and, and challenge you you know yeah yeah so and so has your offering yeah right? they have more following so obviously they're a guru in the industry yes and they yes. probably have never spent a day getting educated either that happens and, and they have a soft filter on on 
them as well, right? <laughs> probably. Yeah, yeah, probably. So um, I guess that's kind of harmed your industry then a little bit? It has. There, there's not a lot of cosmeticians out there anymore. Um, I went into a, a very large beauty department not, not too long ago looking for lipstick. And the young lady was wasn't able to help me she was charming and lovely and um but she wasn't able to help me with the color or anything i just kind of did it myself and that was completely different than what then what it used to be yeah 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 it's too bad no no training at all and the stores don't offer training it's too expensive I know you have a story in you that you can't wait to share with us. If you want to be a featured guest on the Walk of Life podcast, just go to the show notes and we will get back to you. So. Right. So unless they actually put themselves through school like Shannon did, the yes. companies today do not offer the training and support like they used to they do way not. back when. Why do you think that is? The cost. Oh, no more free lunches <laughs> no more free lunches yeah. gosh miss those wow okay so um is there anything else you want to share we've we've sort of gone through what's in your chapter so what else would you like to share about the industry and and where you see it going and um I get you both looking so thought provoked there <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I have uh, recently started working in a spa atmosphere, and it's it's getting back to that one-on-one -on -one and building those relationships, and, and it's really nice to get back to that again. So um, it's, and it, you know, it's a little bit new to me. I'm not an actual esthetician, but I help run, run the front store, and it's, um, it's, it's really great. It's getting personal again, and, and I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And um, do you offer any services yourself at the spa then? Do you offer makeup or anything? Yeah, like that? yeah. In fact, I've got a wedding coming up. So we do. We offer uh, we offer makeovers for, for brides or for anyone. And we sell a cosmetic line. It's amazing. And, and that's fun to get back into that again. And um, oh, we pierce ears, which is uh, now that's another thing that's really hard to find out. The ear piercing is crazy. Anyway, we pierce ears, and uh, so yeah. Do you think that the ear piercing is harder to come by in a spa setting because they would go to a tattoo place to get piercings now? Is that more common? Uh, I think it is. Uh, it's it's quite a bit more expensive and I think that it, people don't know where to go anymore like it used to be the drugstore and then Ardeen's or players or one of those might still and they might still do that yeah, yeah. but I, I guess it's just going to take a little time you know now that they've got they've got a new system or at least i've seen a new system come through well we use a very sterile system yeah, yeah. and i and it's, i think that's going to be a, a step above what uh, we yes. were doing so i think parents is. will feel a lot better bringing their their children in yeah in a situation like that as opposed to going into uh the mall and just sitting right in front of the window and you know i i think it'll be I think it'd just take a little while again with COVID and everything it's sort of set us all back a little bit oh but. yes yeah yeah, have you recovered from from that hit in the industry? 
has it come back full swing or or is it still slow and and coming I mean where what are we we're 2022 now so I mean this podcast will be shown for years so um you know in three years people may have forgotten COVID even existed and and let's hope uh, <laughs> so wouldn't that be nice um just, oh just, yeah it, it's all memory. coming around again I yeah. oh gosh I it's so lovely to see people smiling oh. faces without a mask on it's yeah. wonderful and yeah, I certainly see I think business it's escalating. I think it definitely is. People are just chomping at the bit to go and pamper themselves yeah, again. And, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think that's. I think lipstick sales may have gone down when everyone had to wear a mask. Right, right. Saved a few bucks for sure. Only have to do your makeup this fall. <laughs> <laughs> It's true, actually, you know, because I know I am a diehard lipstick person. If there's one cosmetic, I will never be without its lipstick. I can promise you that. Absolutely, Cheryl. My and, son, I wore lipstick under my mask. Sorry, I did. I don't know. Call me weird, but yeah. I did too. And I can tell because every time I took my mask off, it was full of lipstick. It was, yeah. it was really, really dirty. That's a good thing they're disposable. Yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure. And now we've got lipstick that lasts for hours. Yes. Not like the other, you know, that would come off. You know, um, how would you, how do you guys like that long, that long wear stuff? Dries my lips out, but not, but some people love it. I must be a new one out by now that's, yeah. Well, most of them I think are, are mattifying and that, um, because it's a matte sort of base, it, it is a little bit of a dryer. There's not as much oil because the oil actually removes yeah right that's right so they have to make it a drier a drier base so that it does stay on and you know you have to remove it with oil where most lipsticks are are made with a waxy oil base to start with right so it is a completely different um product ingredient in them so definitely yeah Yeah. not for me but people love it i love it Mm -hmm. i love it hours i'm good yeah (laughs) really yeah i love the idea of it because i always forget to you know, I put my makeup or put my lipstick on first thing in the morning and I don't think I ever touch it up again. Ron really? is always, yeah, oh, I'm, I'm always touching my that way. So that's why I was really like the idea of the long wear. But. So Shannon, what's your favorite cosmetic? What's my favorite cosmetics? Mm-hmm. Not cosmetic. brand, but I mean product. So would it be oh, mascara, lipstick, uh, eyeshadow? I gotta, I gotta be honest. I love my eyeshadows. I'm, you know, I will always be that person that, you know, if there's, a big palette with a ton of colors. I'm going to try it out. I love, I loved all that, the colors. Yeah. I know when, I, when we were doing our, our little interview with you for the chapter, you were telling a story about a little doll that you used to have, oh. right? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm really showing my age, no, but I still see Barbie. Again? It was Barbie. Oh, it was, it Barbie, was Barbie head. head. Okay. And <laughs> she came with rollers and she came with makeup. And, and I, I just remember that this was what I wanted to do. As soon as I got her, I, I pretty much the whole holidays, I was putting makeup on her, doing her hair. Um, and I, and I've just always been a, a fan of uh, eyeliner. I just wanted to put eyeliner on and, uh, yeah, I, I, that's, that's probably the, pivotal in my the things that I love to do in going into the beauty industry I remember it well I remember it well (laughs) yeah Yeah. did you have a doll too Rhonda no I didn't no I didn't become interested in cosmetics till I was about you know 11 or 12. Shannon was hard at it you know six and seven (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I got to tell you, I used to paint my dog's toenails purple. Oh, hilarious. Oh, I know. He was a so Doberman and, and um, I don't, he didn't have a choice. I don't think he liked it. <laughs> Little did no. you know where you would end up, Cheryl. Hey. Wow. I know. Yeah. I know. Who would have thought? You always kind of know, didn't you? You knew. Yeah, but I mean, then I probably was was six or seven as well, too. You know, I really didn't think about it. But, you know, when we're kids, we we all, well, we don't all play. My granddaughter does not play with dolls. She plays with G.I. Joes, you know, <laughs> she's got two <laughs> brothers and she is the farthest thing from interested in makeup. So I know she's not going to follow in my footsteps. I know that for sure. But um, how you you both have kids yeah. and have any of them gone into the beauty industry following in your footsteps no my daughter wasn't remotely interested you know no. and, and my daughter wasn't either I remember you know um playing with her makeup one time and uh and she goes oh I don't want to I I'm not going to do makeup when I get older and I'm saying well that's fine you know and then doesn't she go into makeup and goes just that much step further by getting into the movie industry, doing um, uh, the make makeup artistry in the music industry, or not music, sorry, make movie in the yeah. film industry, sorry, the film industry. And she's been doing that for the last uh, two or three years and uh, just loves it. But uh, she's taking a bit of a break going traveling now that COVID is done. So yeah, yeah, yeah. good for her. Good for her. So one follower, out of the three of us one follow yeah yeah <laughs> yeah anything you want to leave with the listeners any advice you want to give any tips or secrets or anything well I think um I love the industry I will always love the industry just be real um be relatable um don't you know get off your high horse and 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 relate to people and you will build some lifelong beautiful relationships with your clients and that's my advice. trends are fun but there's the the basics is where you're going to really you know going to keep people there they just want the basics they can go on me on youtube and find out all the fun you know crazy stuff that you can do but i'm not going to be sticking my lips in one of those little jars and making oh. them those big poopy lip things. Did you see that, Cheryl? No. <laughs> oh my God! They stick their they they were sticking their lips to try to get Kylie Jenner's lips, and then they they'd suck all the air out, and then they would just pop it open, and all their lips would be like, you know, huge. Well, you know what? I had that one beat when I was a kid. I used to do that with a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, way ahead of your time, girl. Totally. Well, I wasn't on my Holy lips. It was dirty. It was dirty. <laughs> like suck my hair we, we, I didn't have a blow dryer yet when I was little right there was just we had those big cones things we didn't even oh, have yeah. handheld blow dryers yet so I would actually braid my hair into really tight braids to try to straighten it and lay down in front of the vacuum to, to blow dry it because oh hilarious the things we do I know, but now, I mean, there's every tool imaginable for your hair, every tool. Well, I used to moisten a Smarty, a red Smarty, and make lipstick out of it. Did anyone else do that? <laughs> no. no. I think I did. I would have shown you how yeah, to do yeah. that one. That's, that was cool. At least you didn't get the jiffy marker out. And, and yeah. oh. <laughs> I'm sure we did at one time, but. 
<laughs> That's hilarious. So I have, I have a question about eyeshadows and aging. So I know when I was little, we had that love uh, pot of gloss and they came in a tube and we had bright pink and bright purple and, and bright blue and they are laced with shimmer. You could glow in the dark from Mars pretty much, right? So now that I'm older, I can't wear those colors anymore because, well, now they're out of style or they're coming back in again. But tell us what your experience is now dealing with a more mature face as opposed to a 20 year old. You want to take yeah. that, Shannon? Because um, you're the eyeshadow. For the eyeshadows. Uh, I, I'm going to fight it to the day I die, but we are still allowed as uh, more mature women to wear sparkly eyeshadow. But there is tricks to it now where you're keeping it away from your crease of your eye and you're keeping it just to brighten up the inner corner of the eye or just on the lower, lower lid, just over the lashes, just to add that little bit of sparkle. Yeah. Um, but other than that, um, you know, you can still do all the makeup that all the younger ones are doing, but you just have to be clever about not putting anything frosty where it's, you're a little bit, you know, where you've got a few creases and, and yeah. I'm going to add to that. Um, what's been really important for me as my, my eyelids are becoming more hooded is I like to cast a shadow right over my hood and just, you know, uh, just give it a sink crease. that back a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I stay away from anything. Sure. I like shimmer too, the, the lower and inner corner, but I always put a little bit of a shadow where, yeah. where I'm hooded just to kind of recede that a little bit. And I find that's flattering. Maybe stay away from the uh, blue eyeshadow. I mean, if you want to use a bit of blue, maybe a bit of navy liner, you know, close maybe to the eyelash line. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that blue was something in the day, I got to tell you. <laughs> day. But, oh, well. Oh, loved it. Loved it, loved it. Yeah, it was fun. And we used to just stick our finger in the pot and rub it on. Now we have applicators and we have disposable applicators and, and a brush for yeah. every item, you know, every makeup item. We have brushes and blenders and and then we just used to dip our well, finger in foundation. <laughs> foundation. <laughs> oh, oh gosh, yeah. yes, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, you guys have been so much fun. For now. <laughs> you? Oh. It's been great. You're both beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, Cheryl. Well, it's always fun chit-chatting with you, Cheryl. <laughs> You're so sweet. <laughs> well, we'll have you back for sure. So the book should be launching pretty soon. So now that you, you're going to have to start doing some book signing. Can't wait. You know, seal it with a kiss and put some lipstick oh, in there. Yeah. Sign of me course, up. of course. Of Will course. there be a free lunch? Will there be a free lunch? <laughs> there might have to be a free lunch. <laughs> yeah. Give us food. <laughs> Give us food and we will come. <laughs> you guys are so much fun. Thank you so much, Rhonda and Shannon, the Smiley Sisters. And I'm telling you, when we first met, and I just really didn't think that was their name, and it is. It's really their name and they wear it well because they're just beautiful, beautiful women who are always, always smiling. I don't know if I've seen them not smile in all the time. Thank you, my friend, as are you. Oh, well, you're- It's been wonderful. such a pleasure. Well, thank you again and um, for joining us. And 
we will put your contact information on misscheryl.com website. So if people want to reach out to you for any questions or whatever, they can, you know, go to the website and, and, and find you and, and order your book. So um, they can order it through, through you as well. So that's great. So yeah, I would love that. That would be great. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You've got a great chapter in there for sure. So this is Cheryl. And I'm signing off of the Walk of Life. And um, as my little brother would say, bye for now. <laughs>